This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury, Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo.com. And we're back. Uh, so when we left, our heroes were trying to figure out how they were ever going to beat the Germans if they couldn't even beat a single keg with five of them. And uh, they decided to go to someone who might know a thing or two about the Germans and maybe knows how to beat the Germans, you know, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least beat their meat, you know, the the, the traditional German way of, of heating up sausages. Uh. And uh, they go see uh, Great Graham, Great Gam, Gam 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 Gam. I want to say Graham Gam, but Gam Gam. Um, <laughs> and she has a uh, she has recently enlisted the the help of a uh, of a woman as a caretaker for her, uh, who we come to know as the name of Cherry, who is played by Monique. And uh, she she needs the help now that that Johan's gone. Um, and then they, they ask her, well, why are Germans such great beer drinkers? And because Cloris Leachman's a national treasure and I wanted to give her her due, let's, let's, let's let her talk and tell us why. No, that's fine. That's, we're, we're okay. You know, when we were at Oktoberfest, we noticed that the Germans were excellent drinkers. Oh, yeah, that is sure. That yeah, is true well, yeah. How do they get that good? Well, from the time that they were little kids, Germans are raised to be excellent beer drinkers. How? Well, for one thing, they train high up in the Alps. Interesting. High altitude training. Similar to the Kenyan marathon runners. They are also taught to relax the muscles of the throat. Germans can pretty much stick anything down there. I myself can probably fit in at least, oh, at least nine inches. <laughs> well, let me show you. Hey, no, 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 you don't have to demonstrate. No, no, that's... Uh, so what, what else do the Germans do? They also practice by drinking the urine of a ram. <laughs> the, the what? They drink ram's piss. Because of the pH balance? <laughs> no, because if you can drink ram's piss, fuck, you can drink piss. <laughs> she said, fuck. Damn, who's drinking piss, honey? No, I was saying... It was a tradition back in the old country. Damn, that's nasty. The old country must have been fucked up. <laughs> now, come on, baby. It's time for your nap. Oh, come on. Okay. Well, see you boys later. <laughs> I always sleep better when I have a little sausage in me. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cam. Uh, I wonder what Cloris Leachman thought when she saw this role. Like, <laughs> Oh, she loves doing this shit. Yeah. Me? She's she's friends with Mel Brooks. I mean, this is like 
That's true. Yeah. Course for her. Yeah, probably. Uh, but this poor lady, they make her slap and caress and basically warm up a sausage with her hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then she's about to swallow it. Fucking hey. But uh, turns out they just have a lot of secrets. Altitude training, drinking the piss of a ram. Um, the urine. Yep. As they walk out the door, you know, Barry like makes the obvious joke. You know, I can really see that whole prostitute thing. <laughs> um, but they decide, um, you know, to drop that. And uh, they uh, they go and get their own Rams piss, which just looks like Mountain Dew to me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Which would explain, if it was Mountain Dew, their facial expressions as they drink it. <laughs> they did not look very happy. Master of the Cinematic Universe, brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> the nectar of the tards. That's what, I, that's what, that's what Adam Carolla calls it uh, every time he says Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, he's an upstanding citizen, so. I know, but I love it. Um, for Nick, Fink says, you know, this might not be the best way to go about things. Maybe we should mix it up with some random people and try the more traditional method. Um. The first thing they do is go to a crazy house party with a bunch of teenagers. Um, as soon as they enter, the party kind of like stops and everyone stares at them until Landfill like grabs like two giant fucking beers and just shotguns them at the same time. Um, and everyone's like, fuck yeah, let's party. Um, I'm getting very like super trooper vibes off this too when they did the whole like beer delivery guys. Oh, the definitely. Movie. Yeah. 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 Um, think, think, uh, you know. Decides he's going to try something called a strikeout, which is where you take a hit, chug your beer, do a shot, and then blow out the smoke. Um, he does it. That wasn't so bad, and then instantly passes out. Yeah, Why is it called the strikeout? Yeah. <laughs> um, elsewhere in the party, we see Barry and Todd getting ready to box each other dressed up as a bride and groom. Um, and just as this is going down, um, there's a, uh, a siren that goes off. Did we find out already about the whole... Why Barry and Todd have problems with each other? I can't remember if that was now or if that's later in the movie that we found mm, that out. I'm not sure. I think it might. It, I don't know. It feels like it would have come out already. Yeah, because that's why. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it happened in the car when they were on their way to Barry. Oh, that's right. Because they were talking about. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. right. On the way to Barry, they, they talked about how Barry had slept with his wife. Yes. Uh, yeah, before they got married. Before they got married. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. The cops show up and Fink is his fucking cellophane wrapped to a like a jungle gym thing. <laughs> He's like, he, this is cool, like little. I can't. What, what's yeah. going on, guys? I know. Uh, one of them goes, "Aren't you like 40? I know that was great. He's, I'm yeah, 35. He's, he's cowering in the fucking bushes. Yeah. Like, Aren't you like 40? <laughs> uh, so they got eight months to go now, and they're practicing drinking games. Fink discovers what the problem is with Das Boot. And has the the guys gather around a like a board to show them what the problem is. Um, while he's doing this, he does get in a fight with Landfill. But I'm gonna play this 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 clip for here uh, real quick because it, it kind of is a big turning point in this movie. All right, here's the thing: when you drink, the shape of the boot causes an air bubble to form in the toe. The bubble. Now, this air bubble shoots around the heel and explodes towards your face while you drink it. In your face, it explodes. It's virtually impossible it's to impossible handle. It's impossible to handle. It's unavoidable. Uh, the Germans know how to do it. Frankly, I find the whole thing a little frustrating because I, I can't figure it out. It's frustrating. 
It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Can you get the hell out of the way? Hey, hey, it's Popo. Sorry. Head off. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's something in there. What the hell is that? German. Aren't you guys German? Yeah, so? Give me that. I used to work on a German cruise ship. <laughs> Der Molch. Bierhefe. Hopsch. Yeah, it's a beer recipe. Huh. Really? What recipe? Must be the old German beer recipe. The, those Germans said our grandfather stole their family recipe. Well, if he had it, why didn't he brew it? Hey, bro. Maybe he didn't know it was in here. It's supposed to be any good? This is the recipe. This used to be Germany's greatest beer. I wish I could brush my teeth with it. I want to put my dick in it. I wanted to put its dick in me. I wish it were winter. We could make it into ice blocks and skate on it. And then melt it in the springtime and drink it. Hey, what's the matter, Jan? This means Gam Gam really was a whore. Uh, so while uh, Fink and Landfill are fighting, they accidentally knock the Bobo doll down and the, ne- the head falls off and they find this recipe for this beer. Uh, once again, Nathan Barr, you're fucking amazing at scoring this movie because it's just perfect. The way the music in this movie, like the, I think the music for this just makes this the ultimate sports movie for me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it just hits all the right beats for me on the sports movie. I love sports movies. You know, yeah. yeah. The, the triumphant score. I, I'm willing to admit that I was in a really bad mood today. And, you know, that's not a good mindset to be in when you're watching a comedy. But even so, when he said I want to put my dick in it, I, <laughs> it was one of the few times watching this movie that I laughed out loud. <laughs> What about when yeah. he said, I wanted yeah. to put his dick in me? Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. That's, that's... You got to stop watching my movies in days you're in a bad mood. Every time you're in a bad mood, you watch one of my movies. I, I know. It's just... <sighs> Fucking it's Zoolander. Just Biodome, oh, wait a minute. Beer Zool- Fest. Zoolander, we all agreed. But yeah, Zoolander yeah. put me in a bad mood. That's yeah, but true. It, it didn't help. That's different. But it just seems like every time we do one of my movies, someone's in a bad mood over here. <laughs> I know, man. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. Because this is a fucking pure, this movie's just pure fun. Like, it's not like going to win any Academy Awards. It's not going to be like best story of the year. But it's fucking fun start to finish. No, no. It's, it's, it's silliness. I think yeah. I was... We'll, we'll we'll get there later. I, we will. Yeah, I don't want to detract too much from the fun, but you know, yep. yet, yeah. <laughs> um, less than two months um, remain till the you team heads to Germany. Um, at the restaurant, it turns out that this beer they brew is a hit. 
Um, it's flying off the shelves and it's attracting record numbers of people in. And they decide to send a bottle over to the German team, yeah. um, which I don't think I pulled that clip. But when the German team gets it, they're like in the middle of their crazy like high tech training facility, um, and they taste the beer. And they instantly they know what beer it is, um, and then they kill the messenger. And uh, it's a bunch of crazy shit. Uh, but um, with four months left, the guys are at the bar playing some fun car games, and Barry has a hat on that says asshole. <laughs> um, and he gets really drunk and then turns into his, like an alternate version of himself where he's like Mr. Rico Suave dude. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, he starts like um, dancing around the restaurant while Jan's showing off his new bottle, bottle for the beer called the Shits and Giggle Ale. Uh, Barry decides to hit on and flirt with an incredibly attractive woman where they head back to her house for a night of, you know, just sexual adventure. Um, the next morning, however, it reveals that he actually picked up Cherry played by Monique. <laughs> and I love the, like, the, the jumping back and forth of him with the, the attractive girl, like, to her, and then, like, the differences in what they're actually doing to what he thought they were doing. Um, right. It's, it's yes. just really fucking funny. Um, I'm gonna break your dick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he, we get this moment at the end where, like, he breaks the fourth wall and he goes, I knew what I was doing the whole time. <laughs> um, uh, we then see Baron Wolf House uh, and his team in Colorado where they're in a fucking U-boat. In a, <laughs> like, I don't know why it's so funny, but they're in a submarine in a lake outside of the restaurant. They're in the fucking mountains. How did the submarine get into the lake in the mountains? Because <laughs> they're in Colorado. They're landlocked. Yeah, you can't think about it too hard. And they're arguing over the name of the plan. Uh, To when the point says, we're not here to argue over plan names. We're here to get back our family heritage. It's, you know, reclaiming it. And then we get this uh, other quick scene here of the Germans coming into the bar. Well, hello, Dirty Harris. Holy camel toe. Yeah, so last time we saw you, you were wearing your grandfather's ashes as a hat. (laughs) One minute to march your butts out that door. We have come for our recipe. That's our recipe. We figured you would say that. Despite your savory, we are prepared to buy it from you right now. In cash. Big deal. Suitcase full of Monopoly money? (laughs) Come on, those are euros. What's that like? Pesos? (laughs) Yeah, come on. That is legal European tender. See, I told you we should have brought Deutschmarks. They are so hard to no, find. Those are not. They're they're not. Here is 500,000 American dollars. It's not for sale. Well. Why don't we make it interesting? You seem like sporting fellows, no? I am so sorry. I'm I'm really sorry. How about a match? You win. You keep the recipe and the money. We win. The recipe is ours. Give me that thing. All right, Barry. It's showtime. Yeah, there's uh, there's something I haven't quite told you yet. Uh, I don't play Pong anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? You're the best. Here, let's go. 
Come on, man, let's go kick their ass. I don't fucking play Paul. Jesus, calm down. Jeez, pull it together. You're acting a little crazy here. Your wife didn't think I was crazy when I double teamed her with Silo Johnson. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a double team. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Never knew it was a three-way, did you? With the Silo? Yeah. And let me tell you something. He wasn't storing corn in that thing. Oh, son of a bitch! Oh, hey. Fuck it! I quit! Barry! What the fuck is that? Are we playing or not? Time to scheiße. I'll get off the crapper. Get bent, Umlaut. We're gonna sell the shit out of this beer. Yeah. You're making a big mistake, cowboy. Don't think you have seen the last of us. What's the rest of money? You should get a pinball machine that works. That machine works just fine. Does it? <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry. Finish your meals. Enjoy. Let's come on. Let's have some polka. All right. So yeah. So the Germans come in. Um, they they threaten them. They're gonna take the beer and they're gonna do this. They wanna they wanna pay them for it at first. And he brings euros, which I fucking I love the joke about them not knowing that know. is monopoly money. Monopoly um, money. And yeah. honestly, they oh real quick going to the they'd be smarter. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought I was muted. <laughs> anyway, too much beer. Um, so. So Jürgen Prochnow, he was in a movie called Das Boot in 1981. He played the submarine captain. So when they're in the submarine, he he drops the line. I had a bad experience in one of these before. <laughs> so it's a reference oh, yeah. to his movie, his 1981 movie, as the as the U-boat captain. So it's pretty cool. Oh, shit. That's pretty funny. That's, yeah, a, that's you know, a good And, and all the Das Boot there. references... All the all the Das Boot references, I mean, are from that movie. But it's funny because I also read yeah. that... That uh, what's his name? Um, David Hasselhoff was originally like lined up for for the Baron, but like the Das Boot references to me are one of the funniest parts of the movie because of Jurgen Prochnow <laughs> being in that movie. So I don't know. That's pretty cool. Go ahead. I never knew Keep that. Going. Go ahead. Yeah. I, no, I like that. That was really uh, mm. cool. I'm das glad Boot you guys looked at trivia because I sure as hell did. Yeah, that's no, all right. Is I like I've trivia, never seen but it. Das Boot's a very, very good movie. It's subtitled in German, but it's a really intense fucking movie. Because it's about... It takes place... The entire thing takes place on the on the U-boat and how they're being hunted. And it's it's a fucked up movie. I, I would recommend it if oh, you no. can yeah. watch movies. I've never seen it. i got to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, it is good. Yeah, it's I, I really good. Subtitles He's don't amazing me. in it. I think he might have been nominated at the very least for it, but I don't remember. So. Nice. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, the 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 euros monopoly money, which they should have took because it's actually worth more money than the the, the George Franks. Oh yeah, especially then. Oh yeah. It's not as much now, but back then I think it was like a buck and a half or almost two dollars. You know. Yeah. So it's kind of a funny. Um, they they do a uh, they they want to do the beer pong challenge, but Barry, of course, you know, has a has a breakdown. He says he can't do it, and then talks about how. 
him and Silo Johnson, like double teamed, double teamed your wife, Todd's wife. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know it was a three way, did you? With Silo, and they don't, he's not storing grain in that thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, the German team then you know starts destroying stuff as they leave the restaurant. Uh, next day, there's a chain of events that gets set off. Um, and Jan and Todd nearly just end up calling the entire thing off. Uh, Fink got fired from his job for slipping performance where he accidentally created a race of mu- mutated monkey hybrid frogs. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish they would have had one of those. It is a very funny, <laughs> it's a funny B plot that this scientist keeps jacking frogs off and creating like weird frog <laughs> hybrids. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Fink gets fired for just making like weird fucking mutated animal frogs things, <laughs> monkey frog hybrids, which he, they say, Oh, that might be cool. And they look in the bag and no, it's not cool. It's definitely <laughs> not cool. Um, the German team, then like you see them on the news. It's so fucking like funny. God. They're like dressed up like scientists. We go through the, the shits and giggle restaurant. There was just rats everywhere. We used to work in the kitchen there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because you think like Germans would work in the kitchen of a German restaurant. Yeah, like, right. So maybe they, they're believable. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then we see the, you know, Jan and Todd there and people keep calling and canceling their reservations. And they try to play it off like, oh, no, it was just a joke. It wasn't real. Like, we, we didn't do that. Um, and uh, Landfill comes in. And he's upset because his wife couldn't take his lies anymore and the heavy drinking so she took her mother's kid to the, or took her kids to her mother's house. Um, Jan, Jan, Todd, and Fink are all like just surprised that he has kids. <laughs> like, yeah. you have kids. Um, Landfill decides to go back in the back, and he's having one last drink, and he's recalling all the good times. He's looking around and like seeing all their training and shit, and all the things they did. Kind of like nice flashback, um, and he uh, finds out the cherries up there and. She's, like, trying to get a CD-ROM disc of the recipe off the computer. Um, and we get this, like, just insane fight scene. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was a funny scene. Yeah, it was It was pretty pretty good, I gotta say. They were, you know, throwing things around, people fighting, you know. She does almost does, like, the Black Widow, like, neck, leg thing yes. around the neck. Yes. Um, shit's falling over, but it ends up with Landfill falling into the giant vat of beer. That's uh, brewing below, and um, he's trying to swim up, but he realizes, as she says, you can't swim, baby. That yeast is going to bring you down. It's like quicksand. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Monique. That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. I thought so. Um, And uh, as he's trying to get out, he decides he can't get out, so he's going to drink the beer. He's like... (laughs) These big old fucking gulps. And it starts like a fucking tornado in that shit, too. (laughs) Um, but unfortunately, he, he drowns, and uh, he is discovered by Jan a little later. Um, Jan, Todd, and the rest of the gang are devastated by this incident, and they consider, you know what, we should just pack this whole thing in. Um, Todd's like, I've had enough. Team USA is done. They're packing it in, shits and giggle, the beer, their hopes, the dreams of conquering the German team, everything. And... Uh, we get this uh, scene I'm going to play next. It's another long one, but it's, it's kind of necessary. It's, it's Landfill's funeral. A lot goes on in the scene, but it's also, you know, another surprise that comes after Landfill's funeral. 
That's it. We're packing it in. What, the team? The team, the beer, the restaurant, all of it. What? No, you're crazy. Jam, I... let it go. Our friend is dead. It's over. But I guess that's why they say every rose has its thorn. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. Landfill could eat a ton, but he could also love a ton. <laughs> he had this habit of swallowing his food whole. I called him the tiger shark. I used to joke that if you cut open his belly, you would find a, a license plate and a tire and half of an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> One time, he farted an entire plum. <laughs> I was plum surprised. <laughs> I can let me killing it. I always told him to try to chew his food better, but he never listened to me. But that was landfill. He was a fat asshole. <laughs> he was not a fat asshole. <laughs> but um. He was my fat ass home. <laughs> hey, Lori. How are you? God, you're looking good. Thanks, Barry. Wow. What have you been up to? Ah, uh, me. I uh, working on bridges, under under bridges. Like an architect? Yeah. Yeah. Still in contact with the the silo. The silo. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Good to see you. Krista, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Krista, I, I, I can't begin to you tell you how sorry. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ah! Ah!
Great Cam Cam, what are you doing here? I too came to pay my respects to a good man. But, unlike you, I am not weeping. We're not weeping. We're mourning. Our friend just committed suicide. Well, then are you going to tell me? Tell you what? That you're not competing in beer fest. How, how did you know about that? Wonders! Ah! And you, Verschwinden wie Schmitzkopf! Maybe we should go see if they got any of those crab cakes left. Oh, great idea. Stay put, you! I want you all to hear the true story of the Baron Ludwig von Wolfhausen, who fell in love with a beautiful young Bavarian whore. <laughs> so you really were a whore? What do you think this is? You said you got kicked in the face by a Clydesdale. This is the mark of the horror. <gasps> it was a simple time. A beautiful time. You see the Baron Ludwig und Heiberg. In love. But we had to keep our love secret. Because he was married to a young Baroness. We also had to keep your grandfather's birth a secret because he was the Baron's firstborn son. Wait, Grandpa was the firstborn? Yes. But the Baroness found out about me and my young Johan and had us tarred and feathered and run out of town. You two are the rightful heirs to the von Wolfhausen Brewery. You should have the balls to take back what is yours. <laughs> wow, you even talk like a whore. We are all whores in some way, Mr. Finkelstein. She's right. You boys are a team. It's a good one. If you can't do it for your grandfather, or your country, or your dead friend, do it for yourselves. I'm in. Me too. Hell yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I... I can't do it. I can't play Pong. Happened a couple years after college. I was in Thailand playing ping pong and ding dang. <laughs> I was in a real high stakes game in some opium den. Turned out the guys I was playing aren't the kind of guys you like to lose. After I beat them, they beat me. Worked me over pretty good. And this is hard to say. They held me down. <laughs> and they shoved a ping pong paddle up my ass. <laughs> oh. It's never been the same. Damaged goods. Gosh, Barry, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what I would do if somebody shoved the paddle handle up my ass. It wasn't the handle. <laughs> I've been shitting pancakes ever since. <laughs> Mr. Bertolat, we are not so different, you and I. I've had all kinds of things shoved up my ass. I got over it. You will too. You will too. <laughs> so pretty. So much to digest in there. Yeah. <laughs>
Kel got to take me away. You guys are my family. Without you, I got nothing. Let's do this for landfill. And for Johan. And for great game game. What question? Who are we gonna get to replace Landfill? Now this is the party I was hoping to find. Landfill? You're alive? No. I'm not Landfill. I'm Landfill's twin brother, Gil. Gil? Gil. I taught Landfill everything he knew about drinking beer. I want to fulfill his legacy by taking his place on your drinking team. You must be Fink. How'd you know? Landfill told me everything about you. I feel like I know all you guys. <laughs> so we won't have that awkward get to know each other stage. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And if I could just ask one favor. Name it. If it wouldn't be too uncomfortable, I was hoping maybe you guys could call me Landfill in honor of him. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. It would be like we never lost Landfill. Landfill? It would be an honor if you would join us. Cheers. <laughs> oh my god, he's faster than Landfell. <laughs> oh my god, what is that, Bratwurst? <laughs> it even smells like Landfell. God, someone open a window fast! Oh, wait! Oh. Oh, and a bask in it. Yeah, yeah, just let it be. <sighs> Welcome back, landfill. <laughs> hey, let's go get sour on some krauts. Yeah! 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 So yeah, that was another long one. But See, you want proof that I was in a bad mood? That scene made me legitimately angry because I forgot they did that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, so you're not happy that they replaced Landfill with Landfill 2? No, not at all. I love it. It was like kind of a deus ex machina. Sure, I mean... Or a I, MacGuffin. I, in hindsight, it's kind of funny because it's so ridiculous, but you know... <laughs> At the time, I was like, you know what? Fuck this movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought that was awesome. They had to do something. It I just for- worked out so I forg- well. I forgive. I'm in a better mood now, so I forgive it a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I was like, I mean, that's three separate scenes, really, but they all kind of go together. It's, you know, we're in the, the part of the movie, the sad part of the movie. The, the you know, the third act there, would say. Um <laughs> Some might say. And uh, I love the whole Gam Gam telling the story and the truth and then Barry telling the story and then her just saying, we've all had shit shoved up our ass. Get the fuck over it. She was uh, sweet, though. She was like, you'll get over it. Like, you know, yeah, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. I had a lot of things in my ass. And, you know, the takeaway is you'll you'll move on. Yeah, she was tough and sweet at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, then, then, of course... At the beginning of that... 
when she flashed back to her youth and the horse whinnying, that was a nod to young Frankenstein. Oh, that's every time she would say, Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) And the horse would would neigh. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. I like that. Um, So, yeah, so we get basically our plot right back on track. Like, it had diverted for a little bit. We got sad for a second. And then they're like, No, no, we're just fucking with you. Don't worry. Everything's everything's status quo right now. We're gonna keep this bitch right on the track, and uh, Team USA decides now. You know it's time to head to Germany, and they're gonna face their destiny. They start wandering around Germany, around Munich, and then they can't remember you know exactly where this is at because they were really fucking drunk when they were there the last time. Um, so Fink talks about this this. Uh, drunken recall he was studying called e equals mc hammered yeah. <laughs> he was published uh, yep he was maxim maxim oh so uh todd apparently was the one who was more drunk at the time so they proceed to get him really drunk which is funny because he's drinking for a while and there's like a table full of beers for him he's like well i have been training for a drinking contest <laughs> I feel shit. Then he gets a bottle of Goldschlager and goes fucking insane. Yes. Um, we get the exact same montage of the craziness that Schneedle wishing took him on in the beginning of the movie with all the crazy shit. Um, and they get to the door. He even does a perfect whatever the fuck song is. And the guy's like, that was last year's password. <laughs> uh, so they decide they, they have this, this trick that's going to get him in. And they do the trojan keg (laughs) and basically they hide inside this giant keg and address it to the germans um like to congratulate them basically on on winning and uh they get rolled inside and then the keg busts open and they come out of it and we get this quick little scene right here silence Uh the old trojan keg (laughs) very clever for americans now get them out of here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're here to honor our grandfather, Johann von Wolfhausen. The stable boy thief? <laughs> now, your half-brother, your older half-brother, and rightful heir to the von Wolfhausen brewery. Oh, please. Johann wasn't even Ludwig's true offspring. No? Look at the portrait. Not a true offspring? I'd say it looks pretty close to me, eh? And you know the Von Wolfhausen Brewery is our brewery. Even if your silly fairy tale was true, we have a little saying in München. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Guards! Wait, wait! We came here to drink some beer. Now, are you gonna let us do that, or are you afraid of getting your ass stomped? Let them drink! Yeah, let them compete! Let them drink! Let them drink! Grandpapa, we've crushed them once. Let us do it again, huh? Let us humiliate them. Please, Opie, if we can do this, we can do it. Yeah. Okay. Why not? For shits and giggle. Let them drink! Alright, so I didn't play that song even though I wanted to play it in its entirety because it's fucking yeah. awesome, but nothing's going on. It's a great song. Yeah. And then, like, the guy's sitting there banging the bass drum as the fucking teams run out right in syncopation with it. 
Oh, I loved it. It's so much fucking fun. Because um, this is the scene where we get, like, they're coming in, and then we get all the teams that run through the fucking, like, the gates. And, like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I love sporting movies. I have something about them, like, to me, like, the music, the feel, you know, competition. It just, it just fucking does it for me. I don't know what it is, but it really does. So, as they're coming in, uh, we start seeing, like, a, a bunch of different competitions go take place. Um, and... The U.S. teams and German teams are, are really just kind of like wiping the tables clean with everything. There, there's no other teams that are really in contention at this point. Everyone else is just getting beat handily. Um, and uh, we get one more scene here. It's another quick one I'm going to play because it's when Fink kind of gets the revelation of how to beat the boot. This is what we came for, the Germans! Ah! Yeah, Germans! Oh, 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 that's good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's up, Vicky? I got it. Beating the boot is so simple. It's all about fluid dynamics and quantum bubble nautics. Follow? Uh, I missed that first part when he, when he said something. Pay attention. I'm only doing this once, okay? Excuse me. Do me a favor, top me off. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Now look, the bubble is essentially a high-pressure vacuum that grows and grows until it gets to the heel, and then it pops and explodes out of the boot. Okay? So what you want to do is create a spiral effect by spinning the boot and making a whirlpool. Right when the bubble hits the corner, gravity will take over and shoot beer right down your throats. So what you're saying is when the bubble comes, Turn the boot. Exactly. If we find ourselves in a boot challenge, we can beat these guys. Oh, way to go, Finky. All right. Let's light this crowd candle. Yeah! Now, I forgot to mention this, but they are wearing the best, like, red, white, and blue fucking uh, uh, nylon. USA shirts, yeah. USA, like, yep. tops yep. and bottoms with... With the fucking white Nike ears and everything. Yeah, I mean, they came out of the keg like that. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like, yeah. I love the, the uniforms. Um, so they're in the bathroom, and as Fink's watching the drain, he kind of sees the swirling of the piss going down and decides to take his shoe off, have someone oh. piss in it, just so he could demonstrate something that he could have just easily explained. It was so gross. Yeah, top me he, off. <laughs> yeah. And as he's walking here, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Foley guy in this movie, did he's doing fucking killing it. <laughs> Just killing it. Um, so, it's the final round now. The Germans are against the Americans. Um, the first game is is is, uh, is beer pong. And uh, they find out that Todd hasn't competed in any event yet at this point. So, he has to go up there. And Todd is completely fucking wasted at this point. So, uh, Barry you know, volunteers himself to go up there with him, which is, you know, pancake shit. And, you know, this is a whole thing. Like, <laughs> he's, 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 this is a big, big move for Barry. So, uh, they, they go up there. Todd is just fucking, fucking everything up, but Barry's killing it. Like killing it, killing it. I like that first hit when he breaks the fucking uh, glass yes. and the giant German guy just takes it and bites the glass and chews on it. It's chewing it, <laughs> blood in his mouth and everything. Yeah. That's, that's some fucking intimidation tactic right there. And um, so anyways, Barry's fucking just killing it, though. And then he ends up winning the thing by jumping off the stage. 
hitting the ball up and it just lands right in the fucking cup and they end up winning the challenge. Um, at this point, um, USA needs to make a comeback big time. They um, The next couple games are Thumper and Turbo Quarters and Team USA doesn't have any problem uh, winning those ones. Uh, then it comes down to a tie. And this means that they need to go and you know, to sudden death and they're going to drink from Das Boot. Das Boot. Um, I can't remember where this next clip starts, so I'm going to just say this just in case. Uh, but Gil is the anchor, and he kind of, right at the beginning, gets gets fucked with as, as, the, as the whole competition starts by Cherry, who fucking admits that she killed Landfill. Um, so let's play this last clip. This is the last clip we're going to be playing tonight in this movie. It's a long one. But it's really fucking fun. All tied up, sudden death. You know what that means. Dust! Dust! Hey guys, this is that moment. The moment that only exists in sports. The moment where the good guys take on the bad guys. The moment that if this was a speech in a movie. This would be showing up on the humongous trying oh. to get the home team fans fired up. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Us versus them. Yeah. Huh? We're the bad guys and they're the good guys. Uh. And I'll be damned if we're going to let the good guys win. Yeah, we're uh, actually the good guys and they're the bad guys. So. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Let's start that again, guys. Huh? Hey, guys. This is that moment. Fellas, fellas. I just want to say thanks for the greatest year of my life. <laughs> All right. And no matter what happens, win or lose. Drink a beer with you guys is just plain old-fashioned fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's do this for Grandpa Wolfhouse. And for Landfill. And Gam Gam? And America. On three. One, two, three. Grandpa, Grandpa Wolfhouse and Landfill and Gam Gam in America! America. Go, 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 go! Down on pound! Land charge! Germany versus USA! Winner is champion of... Cherry, our finest secret agent, sent out to keep an eye on you. Oh, hit that guy. Yeah, I'll take what's yours, Grandpa. Damn, that's nasty. Always bet on black, yeah. <laughs> Game on! Not a drop can be spilled! Good! Drink your brother in that vat. He squealed like a stuck pig. 
Did you hear what she said? family recipe you win you get to keep it we win we get your brewery or should i say our brewery but we already have the recipe <laughs> i got it off of the nerd's computer <laughs> you're fucked yeah you're fucked <laughs> that's rich baron what's so funny I didn't put that recipe on my computer. However, you are holding the recipe for a low-carb strawberry beer. We call it She-Wolf. It's okay. Strawberry? No, no, you know how you like strawberries, okay? And then you want me to <laughs> lose some weight, so that was a low-carb? Wait a minute, we like strawberry. Get your damn hands off. You're trying to see my panties. God damn it, put me down, please. Where are the Africans? Can the Africans <laughs> So are we gonna play for the recipe? Or should I just roll it up and eat it? I'm hungry. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, put your money where your mouth is. Us against you. Ten boots, five against five. <laughs> you couldn't even do one boot. You can barely stand. <laughs> Grandpapa? Take the bed, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Okay, crush the bastards. And then I want spectator number one killed. Yes, this is going to be like <laughs> yeah. taking black walnut candy from the baby. <laughs> very funny, Deutschbag. Only thing is, one, we're not babies. Two. And two, we're not that drunk. We're not that drunk. Cheeky <laughs> bastards. We're not that drunk. We're not that drunk. Boots? What are you, fucking mental? Trust me, we can do this. Just remember to spin the boot when the bubble comes. Trust me, this will work. Gentlemen, ready? Good luck. You're going to need it. Das Look, the little one looks like he has pubic hair all over his head. <laughs> it's okay, it works. Yeah, because you have a dick face. Whoopsie daisy, I accidentally pushed his singy off. <laughs> 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 Thinks got the eye of the Jew. He's got the eye of the Jew. Thinks our anchor man. Come on, trust me. Trust me. 
You just blew it, Friedrich! Like that music just pumping me up so much right now. Like, fuck. I want that guy. I want Nathan Barr to score my life. <laughs> like, I just, I just, it's so fucking good. Right. I mean, it really does feel like a traditional sports movie, man. Like, yes, uh, you know, Bull Durham or fucking, you know, it, it gets you, it gets you there. Pumped. It yeah, yeah, it gets you to Rudy levels of excitement. You know what I mean? And I think for me that like made this entire movie so much better than it probably is. But I fucking, <laughs> the music just like fucking motivates me. And it, um, so yeah, they, the first time through, Cherry basically messes with Gant, Gil Landfill, and he ends up spilling his, his beer in the boot. They lose. They challenge again to a double for nothing. You know, the recipe for the brewery, Cherry gets killed because apparently she grabbed a low-carb strawberry uh, beer. Yeah, apparently, it's actually illegal in Germany to make that kind of beer. Oh, I, <laughs> There's I an actual it. law in Germany that you can have barley hops and something else only to make beer in Germany, so you can't make that kind of shit. Interesting. <laughs> they do not yeah. tolerate it. Well, she got shot for it, so. Yes, the double shot. Double I, shot. I love her like exit, too. It's just so fucking funny. Know. You wanted me to lose weight. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I know how you like strawberry. Where's the African team at? <laughs> Help me. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I think it's called She Wolf is the name of the beer. Yes, <laughs> it's, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so they they play it off. They're stumbling around when they challenge. Then as soon as like they come to, they go, "We're not that drunk." They stand straight up. It's <laughs> the fucking funniest <laughs> way to like like that's your point. You're not drunk, okay? Um, we get this this little scene like this is the point where everybody comes together and like this crazy little pep talk, and then uh, right as they're about to start, they start fucking with Fink. And knock his uh, yarmulke off, and uh, he gets the eye of the Jew, which I want to pull that drop for Elod. <laughs> instead of instead of the very nice, it's going to be like he's got the eye of the Jew. <laughs> that is actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I might pull that one for him. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, Fink's not fucking around no more. They go through the boots, and it gets right to the very end, and they finish almost like simultaneously, but the German guy does finish a second earlier, but as he flips the boot over, one drop falls to the table, and USA wins. Yeah. Um, and the Baron was cool. Like He like raised his stein, threw them the key, and then closed his sign yeah. and walked away. Like a exactly. fucking true he, fucking gentleman. He saluted them and, and left. You know, I got a problem with this whole boot thing, this whole beer thing, right? Um, mm. You know, because this movie's so realistic, I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Poke holes in it. The Germans didn't rotate the, the boots. Nope. They just so, drank faster. Right. I guess. Okay. Well, America had to find a way to cheat to win. <laughs> Fair enough. That's pretty accurate. Yep. So, they win. Everything's good. And a couple months later, the guys are in Amsterdam trying to get some rust and relaxation. Um, and they, uh, they find that, you know, it's not easy to run one of the biggest, you know, breweries in Germany. Um, they've cruised the red light district and they're on their way back to the hotel and they wander down an alley and who do they see in this alleyway? But fucking <laughs> Willie Nelson. Oh, um, and Willie tells that them that he's on his way to this big sm- pot smoking competition and uh, his partner's teaching Chong chicken out on him. So he, he invites them to join them and uh, the movie ends with the thing says coming soon pot fest even though that movie never came. Well, apparently there was no plan on making it. They, yeah, they've got interest from fans to make it, but they didn't. They had no no plans on ever making it. It was just a nice little like ch- yeah, exactly right. The they the love leaving stuff open ended. So yeah, and it was it was kind of cute. Um, I liked it. Oh I, I yeah, it that was, was a great way to end it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, typical broken lizard fashion. Yes, and then the outtakes and the post. Oh, the outtakes were great. It's great. They're always good. Those guys are so yeah. funny. I was playing ping pong and ding dang, and he starts fucking laughing like fifteen <laughs> times. Yes. Or the, or when he breaks down, like, I just want it to be winter so we can make ice cubes out of it and skate on it and then melt it in spring and drink it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's there's a lot of quotes in this movie, for sure. Um, it, but it's a dialogue-heavy movie. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's just a stupid, fun movie. That's, 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 that's nothing life-changing, nothing mm-hmm. earth-shattering, nothing new. It's a bunch of tropes, a bunch of montages, but it's really funny and... Uh, it's a fun ride, and th- I think I really do now that I've listened to it without watching it. That the score has a lot to do with how much I like this movie. Yeah, um, it really it really helps. That's it. probably an entire point of this movie's rating for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of ratings, I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. 
If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. Yeah, so were you not entertained? What, what's, what's going on here, Eric? Well, tell me something. all right. I, I didn't want to rain any parade, man. But, and, and again, I was in a bad mood. This movie felt way too long. Way too long for me. Wait a second. That's my line. I know. <laughs> Still my fucking line. I know. I agree. It was, I mean, it, it was almost two hours long. It yeah, was it could have been. I, I think it could have been an hour and a half. It I think been. an hour and a half would have been good for it, too. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I think I would have liked it a lot more if it was trimmed down to 120, 130, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that would have been appropriate. Because the jokes. They did land when, you know, when they landed, they were funny. There were some funny jokes in this movie, but there was a lot of dead space between the jokes for me. Yeah. Whereas, like, the comedies that work really well for me are sort of rapid fire. This was like, I really like this little bit, and then I had to wait 20 minutes to get to yeah. the next little bit that I really liked. You know what I mean? Like, it, it I can, wasn't... I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I remember liking this movie more when it came out than I did now. So for me, it's one of those things where it didn't age as well upon a more mature more mature viewing for me. Um, and that's personal preference. But yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I remembered enjoying it, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't hate it. It just... Uh, and again, I, you know, when we do these movies, I feel like where we are in our in our lives and our in our day has a lot to do with how we perceive these films because this is not a very good day, man. And uh, this this movie didn't hit the way I feel like it should have hit. So uh, I'm trying to be objective and I'm trying to be fair to it too because you know it's um, it's not the movie's fault I'm having a bad day. So with that said, I think it's fair to give this movie a 3.0 for me. Um, yep. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a medium score, right? Like it, it, it's not terrible and it, and it is funny and there's stuff that, you know, I told you when he said he wanted to put his dick in the beer, I did laugh out loud. (laughs) That gets, that gets a point. If you're able to make me audibly laugh, like, all right, Right. I'll give that to you. So yeah, a 3.0 for me on, um, on beer fest. I'll take it. Begrudgingly. I know, I know. (laughs) Doug, what you got? Well, Eric just pretty much said everything that I was going to say. I mean, I wasn't in a bad mood. And I remember liking this movie a lot. Um, It's not Super Troopers. Super Troopers is one of my favorite comedies. It didn't hit that when I saw it back then, but I definitely thought it was funny. It didn't hold up for me. And for no reason. It's not like the jokes are, you know, stale or, you know, they're no longer quote, politically correct. I mean, the, in that sense, the movie holds up, actually. From a, for a 2006 flick, they did a good job at that. But it's just not as funny. Whereas, like, Super Troopers, I'll watch that anytime it's on. And it's as funny f- since the first day I watched it. 
Um, and so, I mean, Eric stole my rating too. I mean, a solid three out of five, right there in the middle. Um, you know, there's plenty of worse movies we've watched, way worse movies we've watched, and there's plenty of movies that we've watched that are way better. So, and I, and I know I said sitting. that I said that earlier too. I was going to bring that up. That's a tough act to follow, man. Super Troopers yeah. was yeah. was kind of like a mini cultural phenomenon, right? And uh, I don't think this was the next movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was Club Dread. I can't remember which one came out first. It was this one or Club Dread. Yeah. But, but I remember Club Dread was, felt like a letdown. And oh, then, Club Dread's a fucking amazing movie. You know, I love that movie. My whole problem with Club Dread was that it was as disturbing as it was funny. Yes. Like, it was yeah. a fucked up movie. Like, yeah, it, that's why they, I like it so much. Went, it was so fucked up. They went really hard with the, with the, like, the horror. Yeah, and yeah. It, it sort of threw me off balance, and I didn't know where to fall. I didn't know where to, you know. I was sitting in my chair, going, "What is going on here?" You know, it was it was kind of weird. So, yeah, I think that's where it's tough. Is is Super Troopers? I, I feel like classifies as a cult classic. Yes, movie, mm-hmm. where you know, in the vein of like Clerks, or you know, like these sort of uh, little engine that could movies that yeah. just just you know are are watchable forever. Yep. And to follow that yep. is really, really tough. Even though this is a funny movie, and they got some, you know, some funny concepts in there and some cool ideas in there, it's like, yeah, man. But Super Troopers was just <laughs> so fucking good. Yep. Yep. Um, I feel like it hurts it a little bit. Maybe that's not fair, but um, you know, it's 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 true. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Joe. What do you got? You said. Uh, Rewatchability for me, that's one of my most important factors in a movie. Can I rewatch it and will I enjoy it again and again and again and again? That always affects my score. Um, a lot of the movies we watched are critically acclaimed, very good movies, but I will not watch them again because they're boring as fuck to me. <laughs> um, all I need to be happy is some fucking really stupid comedy that has somewhat a plot. They have a fucking brilliant plot. It could be whatever it is, but there's a story being told, and I'm laughing the whole time and enjoying myself. This movie nails it for me on that. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's probably actually my favorite Broken Lizard movie, which is hard to say because Super Troopers is a better movie, but this is my favorite one. Um, I may actually even like Club Dread more than Super Troopers just because I've seen Super Troopers too many fucking times. <laughs> um, that might be another part of it. But um, I didn't realize the score till just today, tonight, that how much it had an effect on me uh, with this movie. Also, I love the cast in it. Uh, I could see your point on they can make it shorter. There's a lot of scenes they can cut down, like maybe cut a couple minutes out of each scene, and like it wouldn't hurt the story. Um, maybe, you know, instead of giving every all five people the chance to make the same joke, like maybe just one or two of them make it, and then yeah. the next two make the next one. I could see that 100% working out. But for me... I like all the jokes anyway, so I'm just give me more. I'm like just fucking shovel it in. Uh, I'm not gonna do anything ridiculous like give this a five, even though it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it's not to me though. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd still watch like a Tropic Thunder or a Big Trouble or Idiocracy over this any time, but I do love this movie. I'm probably gonna go like in the four point four range for me. Okay. Just because I'll watch it anytime it's on. Oh, no, I, I get almost it. quote Listen, the hey. entire thing. <laughs> This is uh, this is why you picked this movie. And yeah. I, I, Plus, I, I love sports movies, and if you can give me a sports movie that's also a, f- a comedy, like we're fucking gold. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I will say that too. Like the way it played with the sports movie tropes, it, it does work. You know what I mean? Like to get you excited for a beer drinking competition is is not easy. So to pump it up with the score and make it feel like, like I said, like a Rudy moment. You know what I mean? To turn the yeah. fucking Das Boot. Okay, like I give you that, man. It's feel good. Like yeah, yeah. You feel good watching this movie, like I mean, except for you apparently, because you had felt like shit. But it's, <laughs> it's not true. the movie's fault. You felt like shit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The movie itself doesn't make you feel shitty. This movie makes you feel good because you're the tear. You're fucking cheering for the U- USA, USA, Das Boot. Like, I love also that mob mentality of like, let them play, <laughs> let them. Like, I don't know, just everything about it. Just it speaks to me. I'm like, I really enjoy it. And like I said, I'm never going to be the guy who's the top 100 movie person. I'm the guy who's this weird fucking uh, abstract movie that not many people have seen or not many people like. Yeah. You want to go watch Eraserhead, man? Oh, (laughs) there you go. Now you're talking my language. You want to get weird with it? Let's watch some some Lawnmower Man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So bad. (laughs) Let's watch some. So uh, bad it was good. Let's watch some Requiem for a Dream. Well, that's a that's a masterpiece. That fucking movie's yeah. a masterpiece, dude. I mean that that that's all time. Yeah. All right, so the takeaway I think is is um, you love this movie, yeah. and uh, we enjoyed it. I think right. me and Doug enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. You know, I, like I said, I'm trying to be fair to it. If we would have recorded this episode five hours ago, probably would have given it a lower score. But I'm but I'm <laughs> I, trying to me too. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Eric, you nailed it, because I probably would have given it a couple of tenths less, but listening to it and listening to Joe's enthusiasm and him pointing out things that I didn't think about, there is something helped to me that. get to a three. Yeah, what if you would have realized that that was Steve Lemmy the whole time? I, I'm so <laughs> embarrassed. I am so embarrassed by that, but I had to lay it out there for, for everyone. I will I'm tell still... you, though, Lemmy is like the master of changing characters in movies. Yes. Because like, him as Mac is completely different than him as Fink. Is completely different than oh, him no. as the waiter in Slam and Salmon. Absolutely, and different than his character, um, the fucking like he's like a Colombian party boy in fucking Club Dread. Yes, exactly. Or Venezuelan party boy. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then Tacoma FD, he's just a fucking police chief. Exactly. Or a fire chief. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, Lemmy's accent in this was awesome. flawless. It's so for like good. the nerd, I'm sorry, I, the nerdy he Jewish guy, it. he nailed it. Like yeah. he was so good, and I think that's what threw me. You know, obviously it was the hair, you know, and and yeah. the lack of a mustache because he's got a mustache and everything oh, yeah. except this. And then the his voice, he changed his voice so much. I I just I don't know why I never connected the dots till today. It's pretty embarrassing, but yeah, you're like, well, maybe Lemmy took this movie off. I was it was weird. I. And the thing is, I, I, I think about Broken Lizard as a unit, right? Yeah. So it's not even like I said, where's Lemmy? Because they're all together all the time. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. But like, duh. <laughs> and what's weird is the leads in this movie are the two like least known Broken Lizard members. Yeah. So Hansky and Soda are the ones that are known less than, you right. know, everyone yes. else. Did they I, follow, a... I follow Stolansky on Facebook and Instagram. He's a cool dude. He's a down-to-earth, really cool dude. He responds to, to comments and stuff. I, I dig that dude. Yeah, Ch- Chandra's Hay Carter Scott, fucking huge. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's directed a lot. Like, well, that's he, the thing. Yeah, he, he's directed a lot of these movies, and, and he got a good rep. He's, he does a good job, so he's been hired a lot. 
So. And then um, they were also in the Dukes of Hazzard remake. All the Broken Lizard guys were in that, too. Right. Yeah. Um, Which fucking Lemmy Scarecrow was funny as hell. <laughs> no, I like that movie. Fuck you, Doug. Oh, God, that movie is Fuck awful. you, Doug! <laughs> no, that movie's just shit bad. It's just a... Oh, God. But it's bad in the best way. No, not for yeah. me. I love bad. I love oh. bad so bad. It's good movies. This ain't it. Nope. Ah. Nope, nope, that's for me. I love shitty fucking comedies. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. I'll get you on my side. Don't worry. No, you won't. You haven't <laughs> oh, yet. Yeah. Oh, I have. You just don't know it. Oh, okay. I'm learning. It's, you're, it's subliminal. You're... Subliminally. He's indoctrinating me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take some time, but slowly but surely he'll get you there. Yeah. One of like, I'm days. already more enthusiastic about this movie than I was five hours ago. So right. there is something to Joe's power. No, you know I, I, mean? I agree. I agree. Yep. So, uh, I don't know what movie we're doing next. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to get a handle on that shit, boys. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a movie coming up, period. That's what we got coming up. But more importantly, we have a Patreons and sponsors to thank. Yeah, we do. We do. That's true. Thank you to Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. Um, if you want to understand the physics of drinking a large volume of liquid out of a shoe, exactly. don't call Mo. Don't don't call, don't, don't call Mo for the password to beer fest either or no, pot fest. Absolutely so, not. Um, it's Modelehi, Modelehi, Modelehi. That is a audible clap, my friend. That was a good one. I like that one. Thank, thank you. Um, yeah, so week. we got our we got our Patreon members to thank our patrons. Um, they're a cool bunch of people. Yeah, they are. Um, they support us, you know, monetarily, <laughs> which you know I scratch my head sometimes still. So. Uh, they're a cool little group, and we'll start off with our founding member, Hannah Christ, uh, then my good friend, Peter Bianco, who I, I've said, I probably said this six months ago that I owe him a phone call. Guess what? I haven't called him yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to call that son of a bitch because uh, he deserves it. He's a cool guy. Uh, from the Tone Jerks podcast and the Second Button podcast, Brian Gower. Uh, from the Just Surprise Me podcast that we co-host, Joe and I co-host with this individual, and another individual, he's not paying us for this one, so we're not going to mention his name. But uh, the person I'm talking about is Will Lehu. And it's Andrew Walsh, our favorite Canadian. Anyway, uh, next is a really cool human, Mr. Tony DeGraw. He is the, uh, the host of the Signal Path uh, podcast and Facebook group, and he co-hosts the Texas State Boggle Champs podcast with our very own Joe O'Rourke. It is a King of the Hill uh, recap podcast. They have a bunch of fun with that. Uh, next is uh, Will's fellow Tennessean and a co- another cool dude, um, Mr. Michael McVeigh. And last but definitely not least, our newest member, but he's been here for a while, and he's going to actually be uh, hosting a co-hosting an episode with us coming up, uh, Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Yeah. Yeah, the man of the large erection. Uh, we're looking forward to that. He's also a super cool human. I want to put my huge erection in it. Yeah, you can't exactly. I want to. I want to put the erection in me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's what we got. So uh, patreon.com backslash motcu. Uh, you know, it'd be cool. Give us a little bit of support, even a buck a month, man. You get your name mentioned. That's you right. get in the uh, Patreon chat, which we're trying to liven up. Uh, we've got our our Facebook group that. I'm trying my best with these stupid Wordle-type contests that are focused on movies every day. Um, you, know. you know what the problem with them is? Yeah. I like them, but 
first of all, I can't ever fucking share the results. Because if you press share the result, it just shares the site somehow. It doesn't show you what you actually got. No, I know. They're they're yeah, because they're like they're like cut rate versions of Wordle. That's that's yeah. the problem and, with them. And then some of them don't even work. Like the one where you just watch a clip, it never. Oh works yeah. I, you know, I did shitty on that today. I had three wrong guesses, but I couldn't do the fourth because it wouldn't play. So I just, I didn't even uh, post it. So I get it. I'm just trying to keep the group back. I like the games there's, though. There's I like the, the concepts of them and they're fun. Yeah. I just wish they'd work. <laughs> Hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll get them straightened up. We have fun and there, there's members that are definitely jumping in there and getting involved yeah. and, you know, that's what we try to do. Keep everybody, keep, keep everybody it, working. Keep it for, for, for fresh. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. Uh, I don't think we got much left to do on it now, except for uh, hit a little bit of lights. And a camera. And a fuck off. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I called it first. I'm yeah, hosting we, Jeopardy. <laughs> are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You can either be a friend of the show, a friend with benefits. We we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. And if you you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some not safe for work picks if if you want. (laughs) (laughs) It's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but. Not safe for anything picks. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. Take a look at all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So come on, that's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M O T C U. And then enjoy this week's movie.